It's the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Sean Del Grand. And we've got over 800 brand new Mazdas with outstanding incentives, like low monthly lease payments and low APR financing. Yep, it's just a great time to buy. So don't miss the Memorial Day sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Financing on approval of credit. Listening to the Sharks Audio Network. Now, here's your host, Ted Ramey. Lane Peterson played in 29 games for the Sharks last year, recording two assists. In his two years in the NHL, 2021 with Arizona and this past season with San Jose, Peterson has played in 44 games with one goal and four assists overall. Last week, I spoke with Lane for our latest offseason check in while he was enjoying his summer in BC. All right, we now have joining us on the Sharks Audio Network, it is Lane Peterson. Lane, what's going on, man? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Doing great, thank you. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, man. Like, I, I always wonder, how hard is it when the season ends? Like, how long does it take you to kind of move away from that game day life to where you're always kind of looking at structures, you're looking at when buses are, flights are, meals, just kind of reacclimating yourself to kind of like life that's not dictated by a regular season schedule. Yeah, you know, uh, you know, d- during the year we're we're uh, basically told where to be and when to show up, and uh, we you get into a routine. But uh, you know, once the year ends, you almost you know don't know what to do with yourself for the for the first few weeks when you're taking time off and kind of letting your body recuperate and relax a little bit. So um, yeah, I know you just try to enjoy it as much as you can, just because, like you said, you know the the season is a grind and it's a uh, it's a long year, 82 games. Um, so you, you, you know, you want to take a little bit of that time, but, uh, uh, it's nice to be kind of back in the swing of things now, um, getting the body moving again and, uh, while also trying to enjoy the off season. What was the, uh, the first thing that you wanted to do when the season came to a close? Was it like go golfing with some buddies or just like go and, you know, like not worry about getting the right nutrients in and just kind of, you know, go out to dinner a couple nights in a row or, you know, go out with <laughs> the boys and crush some beers. Like what was, what was your, what was your p- plan of action? Yeah, I think, you know, when, when the year ended, I think we're just, just excited to, to uh, kick back, relax a little bit, um, see family, see friends. Um, went on a couple trips and everything, uh, got out of town. So, um, yeah, it was just nice to, to enjoy some time away from the rink uh, while also catching up with some family, friends um, that you haven't seen in a long time. So I think that was probably the number one thing uh, once the year ended for me. Are, are you uh, back skating yet in the off season or is that still uh, ahead on the docket? Yeah. And I've skated a couple times now, um, you know, being off, being off the skates for, you know, about a month and a half. So a couple times, um, slowly starting to shake the rust off again and, and get back, <laughs> back into it. But um, no, it, it's, it's funny when you take some time off, how much, uh, how much you look forward to, you know, getting back skating again and, uh, just being out there with the boys. Yeah, no, and you know, like obviously you're only 24, so you're not feeling it like some of the older guys. But when you're off yeah. your skates for a bit, when you get back on and skate again, like what's the thing that's going to be sore first? Is it your feet? Is it your groin? Is it the glutes, quads? Like where, where when you when you're off the skates for a bit, where do you feel it the next day or two days later is actually when it's worse. <laughs> I mean, that, that's a good question. I think when you're on the ice, you, you feel it in your feet because you haven't you haven't strapped your feet into into the skates for for quite some time, so those are a little sore, but. Um, I don't know, maybe, maybe your hips a little bit cause you haven't, you haven't been moving too much and 
your back when you start shooting again. It's just it's just all <laughs> unique movements that you can't really replicate um, anywhere else. So, um, yeah, definitely sore after the first few times, but it's just nice to to get back out there. And like, what about in terms of like your off season training and stuff? Do you hit the weights? Do you get, still give your body a little bit more time or are you doing like just kind of other stuff? I know that some guys are big on the sled work because it's a good way to, you know, kind of push the body without loading the spine like a squat rack. Like I was laughing, like Brent Burns was like, yeah, I'm excited to get in the squat rack. I was like, yeah, that's you, bro. That's you alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no kidding. Um, well, you know, Burns is an animal, but, um, <laughs> but uh yeah, I think I think I'm doing a bit of a different program this year. Typically, I've, I've worked with the same strength coach in Saskatoon for the past ten years, actually. So it's a little different being away from him since we, you know, kind of changed our our location, uh, living out here in Kelowna. But um, just doing lots of movement based stuff, uh, some weights uh, a few times a week, but you know, trying to kind of get my body moving as best as I can um, and kind of prepare it for uh, you know the long season ahead. Just being able to move and um, kind of withstand uh how how tough the schedule really is yeah like in terms of like preparing your body for that like i I know like everybody when they're when they're young they like think it's all like just like the big lifts or whatever and like they have the visions of the rocky training montages but like now that you've been at this for a while like have you kind of learned like oh like there's certain things you have to back off of or like certain things you go harder at where you're kind of like okay this is what works like or are you still learning um yeah, I, I think I've found some things that work for me, but at the same time, I think I'm still learning. Um, like I said, kind of this year doing doing a completely different program. Um, it's all it's all kind of new movement stuff for me. In the past, it's been lots of movement, but also um, focusing a lot more on the the strength aspect. But you know, being 24 now, um, I feel like you know I kind of got a good good grip on where I need to get to strength wise, but just trying to get myself you know more pliable and. Uh, more uh yeah mobile just to withstand you know the tough schedule and everything like that i think you can't put an emphasis enough on you know allowing your muscles to be able to move everything like that i think a lot of a lot of times injuries occur throughout the year you know when you get tired and uh tight and and worn down so that's kind of a heavy emphasis for me and um yeah i'm hoping it's going to be a a good summer but the next time you get back to saskatoon you probably got to go work out with uh jessica butner who is the uh, best women's power lifter in the world i know that you you mentioned saskatoon i was like all right that's where that super strong woman is from i don't know if you ever seen her on instagram but she she reps uh the saskatoon area pretty hardcore man so you can you can go give yourself a challenge by going there Uh, yeah yeah i might have to give her a call i think i think she'd put me to shame uh with, with uh with uh, the first exercise, I don't think it'd be even close, but, um, <laughs> no, it's cool. It's cool that, you know, Saskatoon's representing, uh, such a, uh, uh, strong athlete. Dude, there's, there's a, like, it, it's funny. Cause like most people who know Saskatoon in the United States, like it's because of hockey, but like there's a startling number of athletes that come out of there. Like whatever, whatever's in the water there is, uh, is putting out some good athletes in, in all sports. Um, so like what, what else is your summer like consisting of like when you're not, uh, cause I know like we were often like, oh, let's talk to a hockey player. Let's talk about their training. Let's talk about, but like, like there's other yeah. things you got to be doing. Like, I'm sure that like you go out and like you see a movie, you go out to dinner, you know, hanging out with the family yeah. and friends. Like what, like what's like your day to day right now? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Day to day for, for me, um, typically throughout the week is just kind of go to the gym and train. And then, uh, in the, uh, in the, you know, the spare time after that, usually we golf quite a bit. There's some beautiful golf courses out here. I mean, that's probably a typical answer of a hockey player. <laughs> Go and play a lot of golf, but um, golf, um, love playing tennis. Uh, 
my girlfriend and I, we just bought um, some mountain bikes. So nice. there's some really good trails, some really good trails and stuff in the area, and kind of just to cruise around town. Uh, Kelowna is such a such a lively city. Um, I mean, just even going for a twirl, kind of down by the boardwalk and uh, right along the water is something we enjoy doing. Um, a lot of great uh, food and restaurants here. So um, yeah, there's no shortage of entertainment here in Kelowna. And, um, We've only been here a few weeks, so we haven't we haven't seen anything, and there's yeah, so much more to offer. What, let me ask you about golf because like the hardest thing for me, because like I like you know I was nine when the Sharks started up, and there weren't a lot of hockey options in the East Bay in the Bay Area before yeah. the Sharks. So, but like for me, whenever I played golf, it was hard for me to get my baseball swing out of my my golf swing. So, like for you, yeah. how hard is it to get your hockey mechanics out of your golf swing? Yeah, I mean, I mean that, that's a good question. I feel like, I feel like I'm actually playing in a, uh, a slow pitch tourney uh, this weekend, and I think it's going to be about impossible to get my golf swing <laughs> out of that uh, baseball swing. I'm probably going to be popping everything up. But, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I wouldn't say I have a, a picture perfect golf swing, and it's probably a bit of a bit of bit of a, a hockey shot uh, mixed in with some golf mechanics. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I think you just kind of get by. I think a lot of the rotation's the same, um, you know, when taking a slap shot or or whatever. Um, and I think it kind of just translates a lot. I think that's why so many so many hockey players do play golf and and are are, are you know some some excel while you know others struggle. But um, <laughs> I think I think with that, you know, mechanics, everything like that is pretty similar. But also just nice to get out in the golf course and relax and. Uh, yeah. being you know see, see some beautiful views and everything like that now so. you have tried the uh the bill the uh not billy madison the uh, uh happy gilmore right <laughs> yeah that that happens every now and again when you get out with the boys uh <laughs> somebody gets somebody gets peer pressured into trying to rip rip the happy gilmore but i, I wouldn't say that's in my repertoire too often <laughs> good deal so like you enter the off season like how do you kind of come back to you like your career and like focusing on what you want to work on in the off season. Is it, is it skating? Is it, you know, puck handling? Is it strength? Like, or is it, is it everything? I always imagine like, we always want to like put it into like a box, like, Oh, he wants to work on his skating this, or he wants to work on his bike, right. but it's never like, it's like hockey, you know, it's a fluid game. It's like, it's never like, in my opinion, it's like one thing kind of leads to the other. Like you, it's hard to isolate just one aspect. Like you can do little things, but ultimately more confident you are skating. That's going to make you a better passer, which is going to make you just better everywhere. Like it's, it, it feels like it's hard to break down just one aspect of a player's game. Yeah, no, I think, I think, um, well, you, you kind of said it perfectly there. I think, I think there's definitely areas, um, which you, you focus on just, uh, you know, getting feedback, um, from your coaches, management, you know, even teammates, um, what they think that you can, you know, improve upon to, you know, have more success the following year. But at the same time, um, like you said, hockey is such a fluid game. It's, there's so many components. There's so many different things that you're doing on the ice at the same time. Um, you kind of, you kind of work on everything because you want to be well-rounded. So, um, there's de- yeah, definitely emphasis on, you know, a few aspects of the game, whether it be, you know, shooting, passing, skating, whatever. Um, but you kind of have to work on everything just because, you know, everybody else is and, um, everyone's so talented and so skilled. So, um, yeah, I mean, that, that would, that would be kind of my, 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 uh, game plan. 
Have you been? Yeah, have you been watching the Stanley Cup playoffs at all? Yeah, yeah, I've been, I've been kind of following along. Yeah, pretty closely. Did, um, it's actually been some really, really good hockey. So yeah, well, I was just gonna say the obviously the you know we're recording this on uh, June twenty third, so the controversy out of last night's game was the the, the too many men call. Like I like to me like that it's kind of like the baseball double play rule like you're in the vicinity like I like I, and again I don't want to get you in trouble with the, any of the uh, the leaguer because I know that the, the officials yeah. that's a hard hard job but like I, like yeah. I, I imagine like that's got to be like something you guys discuss like oh man I thought we were like in a game that you played in like I thought I was gonna get called on that and they didn't call it or there's been other instances in your career where you've been like they called it and I didn't think it was a too many men call. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, I think. I think it's one of those instances where when you're on the right side of things, uh, you, you, you tend to, to think it's no big deal. And then when, obviously, for Tampa Bay last game, um, you're obviously pretty upset and disappointed with, with the end result. But, I mean, to me it kind of looked like, you know, McKinnon was standing at the door there trying to get off and wasn't really a part of the play. So, um, I don't know. I mean, you can go either way. Um, you kind of see both, both sides, uh, disappointment and or, you know, excitement with, with everything. So yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, a, it's a tough one to call. I mean, the game moves so fast. It's tough, tough for the rest to see sometimes. Um, yeah, I think you, you kind of see instances like that all season. And I think there's even a couple last postseason and, and probably earlier in this postseason where, um, you know, sometimes it's tough to get it perfectly right at all times. Yeah. And I, like, it's crazy, man. Cause like, I always, I'm not a big blame the uh, officials type guy. Like I'm always like, well, if like, if Tampa, you know, had taken care of business earlier in the first period when they got so many shots on net, like they could have given themselves a bigger lead. And I know like that's kind of unfair, right. but it's like, don't leave it to the officials is kind of how I always come down with it. Even though, you know, you get two evenly matched teams. Sometimes it's a non-call that can be, you know, upsetting you when the, when the day is done. But like, yeah. I, I mean, I, I just always wonder like, cause I watch from up above at, at the shark tank. Like I'm up there with the rest of the media members and the broadcast crews and all yeah. that stuff. And when I am, you know, occasionally down on the glass, man, like it's, it's so chaotic. Like I, like, that's the thing that blows me away is like the people who watch on TV and haven't been there, you know, like, and like kind of been at a game and like been close. Like it, it's a trip watching how quick the game is. Like I'm amazed watching like, like reach and Bugner coach. And I'm like, how are they seeing anything from that level? Cause what, you know, like yeah. I said, I'm used to the being up top, which is similar to the TV angle, which it's different, but similar but like watching the calls get made from the bench and, you know, trying to like make sense of how fast things are when you're down by the glass, like it's nuts. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a completely different game um, than on TV or, you know, when you have a bird's eye view in the press box uh, or, you know, with the media or scouts or uh, management, et cetera. Uh, it, it just moves so fast um, when you're at ice level. Um, yeah. I mean, it, there's nothing quite like, it. I mean, if you're a fan and, you're sitting up top and you, you move down a section and the closer you get to the glass, I think the more you come to, you know, a realization and understanding of how quick things happen out there. Um, how little time you do have to make, you know, split second decisions or, or whatever the case may be. And, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's the best league in the world. Um, for a reason, the guys are so good, so talented, um, things can happen in a flash. So, um, yeah, I think, I think TV, you know, obviously, it, it does a great job of, um, uh, yeah, showing showing off our game and um, promoting it. You know, to, to the fan base and everything. But it, it, there really is nothing quite like it when you're, you know, in person and 
um, the closer to the ice, I mean, the more of an experience you have. Yeah, no, it's it, like I encourage everybody when they tell me they haven't been to a game. I'm like, I'm getting you some tickets because you gotta, you gotta take this in. I was, I was talking to uh, Banker about this this morning. Um, you know, for for you, is it different now that like you're kind of removed from the the grind of the regular season and watching the games on on TV? Like, are you watching other teams' tactics? Are you watching other players? Is there stuff that you're trying to learn while you're watching? Like, because I can just imagine that you know, when you're two months removed from the regular season almost versus watching a game in the regular season, your mindset's probably totally different, right? Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I think just a, a shift in perspective a little bit. Um, just because, like you said, you're not, you're not right in the grind of, of the regular season or, or um, in the playoffs yourself. So, um, I mean, I, I feel like as hockey players, uh, everybody almost watches with a little bit of a critical eye always just because we – all understand so much of what what is going on out there but um i think i think for me just been kind of enjoying the the high level of hockey um the competition and you know seeing seeing um uh, you know these, these two really good teams here in the finals battle it out and uh see who's going to come out on top at the end and do you know what the uh, the plan for you is when you're going to be back in san jose um yeah i'm thinking sometime around the beginning of september nice. uh, i haven't really heard um as to exactly when training camp's going to be but um i think it's you know mid to third week in september kind of thing so um planning for the beginning of september um yeah can we get back to san jose and kind of get the the ball rolling on uh, a new season right on lane well i appreciate your time man enjoy your summer it is well earned and uh, love what we got to see from you this year and hoping to see a lot more next year all right man awesome thanks i really appreciate it thanks for having me on and enjoy your summer also lane peterson everyone be sure to check out our other off-season check-ins with Jacob Magna, Scott Reedy, Noah Greger, William Eklund, Matt Nieto, Thomas Bordalo, and Kevin LeBanc. We will continue to check in with various members of the San Jose Sharks over the course of this off-season. For the San Jose Sharks, I'm Ted Ramey, signing off. This podcast can be found for download under Sharks Hockey Digest on iTunes, Google, and Spotify. And on demand anytime on the Sharks Plus SAP Center app. Presented by Western Digital. All music by Yogi Yend.